Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to this Teaching with Tech episode of the Talking with Tech podcast. My name is Chris Bouguet, and I'm here with my co-host, Rachel Madel. How's it going, Rachel? It's going good. I'm really excited for this episode, Chris. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, this is the first time we are doing a Teaching with Tech episode. So uh, welcome, everybody, to the inaugural podcast version of this episode. Yeah. Um, so this week's episode is sponsored by Speech Blubs, which is an app that we're going to be deep diving in today. It's an amazing speech language tool that you can use in your practice. And Chris and I are going to show you hands-on how you can use this tool in your practice. And um, we're really excited because the company has agreed to give us a few uh, lifetime subscriptions and also a deal for all of our listeners. So definitely stay tuned until the end uh, where we'll give you all that information on how to get this app for free. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. That, yeah, we'll say that at the very end of the podcast. Uh, and so let's just dive in, shall we, Rachel? Let's talk about speech blubs. Yeah. So I'm actually going to, because we're going to be sharing this video as well. So definitely check out our YouTube channel. We'll post it in our Facebook group, um, which is Talking With Tech. Um, you just search Talking With Tech and join our Facebook group if you haven't already. Uh, but there's a visual version of this, right? So I'm going to share my screen and figure out how to make it so that you guys can see it. All right, let's see. Can you see it, Chris? Yeah, I can see it. So this particular app is available on iOS and Android. We're using the iOS version right here, and Rachel is projecting from her or screen sharing from her iPad, right? Is that right, Rachel? Yep. That's, I have a lot of cords right now plugged into a lot of adapters doing lots of different things, but yes. <laughs> Okay, so what are we looking at here? When you when you first uh, sign into Speech Blubs and you pull up the implementation piece, there are a series of different, I guess you'd call them games or, or, or portions of the app uh, for the students to engage in. So you, you can see on the screen right now the guess the sound, guess the words, sing along. You want to keep going, Rachel? What else do we've got here? There's so much content here, Chris. It's crazy. I haven't even actually like explored in depth all of these because there's just so many. Dino yes, Roars is, is a really great one for kids who love dinosaurs. I mean, look, the list just keeps going on and on. <laughs> yeah, and when you go into any of them, I don't know, should we look at that first one, the early sounds one, just to kind of yes. give people an, an example of what it is, or uh, I don't know, maybe, yeah, perfect. So this is the early sounds one, right? Yes. So, And, and well, I can tell you've done the monkey version because have. you have earned the monkey sticker. You're right. Should I, uh, should, I, should I become a monkey, Chris? So you can see that the first one, you can hear it too. So this is a really fun for one for kids. And you can see we're using pure modeling. And we can become monkeys, Chris. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> So what happens is it comes up with a video of a student. And so there's this particular boy, but as you play with the app, you'll find there's a bunch of different actors that um, do some sort of action. In this case, it's an early sound like this, this animal sounds. And the, the, the child actor makes the sound. And then, Rachel, I saw that bar going across the bottom. Uh, it's indicating that it's going to ask you as the student watching the video to say it back. And when you do, you get this cool, fun reinforcer where you turn yourself into whatever it is. <laughs> Can you see what I am right now? Do you see that I'm a huge monkey? Play and take a picture. And this is perfect for core words, right? You can say, eat, eat the banana. It takes a picture. You can say, take it. So I'll take a picture of myself. 
so of course it uses augmented reality, which is one of Chris's and I favorite tools when we're working with kids. And then you can then again, practice those early sounds. And there's the, the message window at the bar or the, the bar at the bottom that Chris was talking about. So let's take a look at another one, Rachel. So there's a monkey sounds, but what other, what's another one? Let's see. So the other one that I really like is, yes, I am enjoying this app. How did you know? <laughs> okay. So let's go to guess the word. So this says work on comprehension and guess the meaning, which I really like. So this one's really cool. You can see I've done a lot more of these, um, which is really fun because you can see the ones you've done. It's also a visual, which is really cool. So with some of the kids that I've, I've worked on this with, we, I've said like, okay, which one do you want to, which one do you want to practice? Um, or we could play a guessing game. We could say, I'm thinking of something that has an orange beak and swims in a pond. Um, so you can work on those descriptors and play a, a guessing game. Um, let's see, let's do the elephant. So you can practice saying these words. And I just love that they use peer models because we know how valuable peer modeling can be for kids. They're way more likely to respond to peers than they are to us adults. So I just think that's one of the best strengths of this tool is that it uses peers. Okay, so then yeah, of course we, we have choices. Chris, which one was it? <laughs> Oh, I, uh, it was definitely the elephant. Yeah. Did you know that an elephant poops up to 300? Oh my God, this is my favorite. It's talking about poop. You know how much we love that on this podcast. <laughs> my kids crack up with this. <laughs> you can say, ew, gross, if you're working with kids with devices. Um, but like, I'm not kidding. Like my kids always pick the elephant because... They just want to see the elephant pooping. Who doesn't? <laughs> and there's lots of other ones that you can try. There's this car, which we can try. Oh, it's setting up the microphone. I've never seen that before. Car. 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 Pick one. So then, of course, you can see the different options. In the olden days, they didn't have cars. Instead, they drove carriages pulled by horses. Uh, More poop. <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing a trend that I really appreciate. <laughs> so what I love about this is that it's so unexpected, right? Like it's it's so it's 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 really great to get that surprise factor. Kids for the first time seeing it, they're like they're so shocked that, you know, the elephant poops and the horse poops, um, you know, and also there's just so many different things that you can target with this. So Rachel, let's do one more and let's get it wrong. I always like to see what happens if the student doesn't pick the car or doesn't pick the, well, how does the app prompt the student to, you know, recognize that that was a mistake or an error? Tyrannosaurus Great. Tyrannosaurus Rex. That's a hard one. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. I like that she slowed down. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, I really Tyrannosaurus like. Rex. Now 
that she does it both ways, you know, yeah. so you're hearing it slowly and you're hearing it uh, at sort of real time speed, right? Yeah. Most people don't know what a T-Rex is, but let's say they thought it was the bat down there at the bottom. What happens? <laughs> it farts. <laughs> <laughs> but you can see it just grays it out, right? And says, okay, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. This is it. So um, you're not getting some huge reinforcer, which can be a problem in some apps. Yep. Might have been a super scary T-Rex is playing tennis. I love this. Did you, so an open-ended question. What else is hard with small arms, right? That's exactly what I was going to say. Most of these, uh, these little animations that happen after you get it right end with an open-ended question. I was noticing that in all the different, uh, so it's in all the different portions of this app so that it is a conversation starter, not just playing on an app, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and then you can carry on that conversation. In fact, this is one of the ways we were talking about implementing it when you and I were brainstorming was the kind of the idea that um, there could be a speech therapist that would use this in their lesson, right? Like, okay, let's break this out. Let's play with it. But it could also then be, and then and talk about the stuff as you're doing it. Um, but it could also be a great use for like a home application. So we practiced uh, whatever the skill was at, in the class or in the session. But now here's your homework assignment, mom. You're going to go play on this individually. Or you're going to play with your kid on this because it's really, you know, kind of easy to just play, play with. Yeah, and it's super fun and engaging. And as you guys can see, there's so much content. Do you see all this? Do you yeah, see all the, like work, all the work that I have to do? <laughs> I have so much work to do, guys. I mean, it's really amazing how much content. And this is just one of the modules, and you saw how many there are. Um, so let's keep going and, and go through a few more of the ones. I love this What a Feeling one. It's so hard, I feel like, to target feelings. And I think that this is always a great thing to start targeting really young with kids, start pairing emotions with feelings. So you can see my ice cream cone fell. It's so funny, the music. I am sad. I am sad. <laughs> I like the repetition of this. So it's not just fast, right? We go over it again, which is really important. I am sad. Sad. So I love that it shows kids having actual reactions, right? I think that that's one of the hardest things. We use flashcards sometimes to teach these, um, these types of things, but seeing an actual video of a child saying, I'm sad, hearing the intonation in their voice, and also seeing their facial expression, they put their heads down. These are all types of cues that we teach kids about emotions and how to decode emotions in others, which we know a lot of our students have challenges with. Let's I see. couldn't agree more. I mean, I, there's tons of research about video modeling and how good it is for students to use. And these are short, nice, um, succinct video models that it's not like a 45 minute thing on YouTube. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I'm constantly trying to figure out ways that I can open that feelings folder. Um, and it's, it's interesting because I feel like when feelings, we, we only think about feelings with kids when they're, you know, really negative oftentimes it's like when the kid's mad it's like we're like where's the device so we can show him where mad is and unfortunately that's not really the uh the teaching opportunity 
to help children communicate in, right? It's like, yeah, we want them eventually to be able to communicate that they're angry, but nobody really wants to talk when they're really angry, right? Like we want to throw things, we want to, you know, cry, we want to do all these. Exactly. Um, So what's nice is that this, you know, we take take the child out of it in a lot of ways and we can do this teaching with other kids, um, showing videos, you know, pairing this with a book, I feel like would be a really great idea. Um, so we can teach these, these emotion words, what they look like in faces and scenarios that, you know, we practice, um, that have these things as well. (laughs) This one's funny. This is new to me. I haven't seen this one yet. All while we can be doing language modeling. He's eating right now. Now, this particular, the this portion of the app is, I guess you'd call it a, this portion of the, this game of the app, um, it's kind of repetitive, right? It, it's, you mm-hmm. get into the use of that you are, you know, click on one of these, it opens it up, you see uh, someone doing the video modeling, there's that green bar letting you know that you're not watching this video forever, you have a, there's an end point here, that green bar gets to the end, and then you get to usually choose um, between a, you know, out of three different options there what what but there's so that's one type of of game or app but then you saw earlier and i think you're going to see here and again that there are different types of uh, games within this app so that it's not always the same thing it's not it 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 constantly changes it up for the students so it's not it doesn't get boring all right chris what's next what do you want to want what do you want to dive into do you want to do um getting dressed maybe sure here it is this is definitely a skill that a lot of our students work on, right? And this is a really great one for parents because I feel like parents are always having a hard time getting their kids out the door in the morning. And so, you know, figuring out ways that we can bridge that home to school gap if we're in the schools or even if we're in private practice, figuring out how we can support parents practicing these skills at home. So I really, really love this one. And then I also love, look at all those, look at all that literacy, Chris. Exactly. All those labels. Well, and the same thing with the the get of feelings, right? There was the words there. They're partnered with the the sounds yep. and the pictures. And now you try it. I like that it encourages. Uh, I'll try it. Pants. <laughs> this is my favorite, though. Ready? Some more augmented reality, some silly stuff. You see the pants on my head, Chris? <laughs> What's on my head? Where where are the pants? There's so much opportunity here for language because it's so silly. <laughs> it's so silly and fun, right? It's on yep. you. So let's talk about these pictures for a second. So we just saw a picture of you with pants on your head, and we also saw the picture of you as the monkey, right? Mm-hmm. Well, these pictures can be saved to your camera roll, and then you can take those pictures, and we can do something like uh, what's called app smashing. So you can take those pictures out, and you can export them and put them in something else and make, let's say, like a, a simple PowerPoint. Um, or you could just make a slideshow right there on your iPad. Or if you were to put them into Tar Heel Reader, and then you could uh, uh, type underneath each one and and tell a story about your different experiences there's lots of stuff you can do just with those pictures that you've taken that that extends beyond this app you know exactly Which I think makes it one of the better apps you know because you, yeah. you can you, it continues to give 
Yeah, and um, also I'm thinking Pictello would be a really good one um, for our students who use that for, you know, so social stories and otherwise. I love customizing that and creating stories in Pictello um, that ki kids really excited and, you know, there's so many different possibilities to use these pictures in really unique and innovative ways with a variety of different skill levels, right? I mean, we could be working with emerging communicators. We also could be working with kids that are much older, working on much more, you know, sophisticated sentence structures. Um, we could have them tell a story about a time where there was pants stuck on someone's head. Um, you know, yes. I feel like the possibilities are really endless. <sighs> All right. So, and uh, what I really like too about that particular um, type of game where they're saying the words out loud is that you're getting the visual feedback too. So I don't know if you, if you noticed it, but just, uh, we could do another one, Rachel, where you are recording, are you, and it's, or it's picking up your voice and you'll notice these little stars pop up whenever you say the word. So it's going... And these and these stars are popping up, um, okay. which again, you it's tying it's a multimodal thing. So you are not just hearing it, but you're also seeing it, um, and you're getting that feedback. So let's try one. Yeah, let's try cookies because they're my favorite. <laughs> Three, two, one. Now you try it. Cookie. 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 That's really reinforcing. <laughs> I was really excited. I was staring at the, at the stars waiting for them to, to pop. All right, this is what I wanted. Yay. Yum. And this is perfect for eat. Yummy. Tastes good. I'm hungry. Look at that cookie. More. It's just disappearing. Yeah, more cookies. Who has like the cookie? It. If you have more than one student, you could like share this, right? And we could pass it around and you could say, who has the cookie now? Kind of like who stole the cookie from the cookie jar, but like the 2020 version. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about that real quick, Rachel. So, um, you know, when you go back to this portion of the app where you can kind of see all the stickers uh, when you jump out of here and go back, um, what if you have more than one student and you want to use this with more than one student? Well, one of the nice features is that you actually can create accounts for different students, which aren't shared. Uh, I don't believe they're shared on any sort of specialized server. You don't need, it's just all kept right here on the iPad. I am but a grown different up. Kids, different kids can know, um, yeah, you have switch right user. There, switch right? So you've got my child, Jake and Jessica and, and yeah, and you can switch it and you can see that it tracks the progress over time. And it also tracks which, which portions of the app that you've already uncovered in a lot of ways. Um, which is also really nice because I feel like I oftentimes forget from student to student what we've done. And, and, and that's a really great visual reminder is like, Oh, that's right. Last time we worked on, you know, this specific activity, I wonder if it will generalize to this next session. Right. All right. Let's do, let's do one more of these. Okay. And then we'll go I'll... into some more of the specifics. All right. How about when I grow up? Sure. Could we do that one? I, I wonder what I'm going to be when I grow up. Um, <laughs> I wonder if there's a speech therapist on here. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's see. I love this uh, to a target who, who questions, right? I think this could be really great. Three, two, one. Warmer. 
Farmer. Farmer. And we haven't really mentioned this, but it's also a really great tool for articulation, right? There's lots of different, you can find all the K, go through all these and find all the K, the K sounds, right? Um, which is another fun thing to do. Um, let's see, I'm going to be a farmer now. <laughs> oh, I look like a good farmer. Oh, look, there's so much vegetables. This That's is super perfect. healthy. Yeah. Good. It's good for you. Yes, I love those core words. And like, of course, like, it's just, it's so the shock factor, right? I'm like, what's going to pop up? Like, I'm so engaged in this, not knowing kind of what to expect, right? Yes, that unexpectedness, it, I think it makes it, it cause you don't know what's going to happen and you want to find out. And the thing is, it doesn't take you that long to get there. You know, the reinforcer is coming within 30 seconds, you know, um, and having that little vi video indicator, like I said, I think that really helps some kids know, okay, something's coming, something's coming, something's coming, and you can actually see it happening. Absolutely. So the other thing that I like to do with this app is, of course, you can say, which one should we choose, right? Um, which you could target that one if you're working on core words um, or not that one or different. But the other thing I like to do is play a guessing game with kids. So, you know, I'm thinking of somebody who drives a truck and puts out fires. Who am I thinking about? Um, and so that's a really fun way to just even open up a portion of the app, right? Is just to play this guessing game, have kids listen to descriptors. Um, of course, you're working on, uh, you know, understanding and uh, the comprehension piece along with the expressive language. Um, so there's lots of different ways that you can utilize this. Mm -hmm. Rachel, something we haven't played with is if you can go back there for a second, there's the, I'm sure people are wondering, or you can get it right from here, that little gift box up in the top right. What is that little thing? Yeah, what is that? Oh yeah. Well, it gives you this reinforcer that you've kind of earned these these these. I think sometimes there's uh, different yeah balloons that pop up. That's what I thought. And you can who doesn't kind of love popping them. balloons? I do. Exactly. You can count. You can do the colors. You also can just be like, go to town, kids. <laughs> up up up! Get it, get it. You know, these are all great core words that you can use. Uh, you did it. You did it. You know. More, more. The other thing is too, um, I love that. Uh, I love that the, the, there's these kind of built-in reinforcements inside the app. Um, and the other thing that I really like, I am a grown-up, um, is when you, we haven't talked about this, but when you start the app, there's this whole almost screening process um, that you go through. And by the way, of course, this is a tool. This is a tool to aid speech language pathologists. This is not in replacement of a speech language pathologist. Um, this is, you know, just one of the tools that we can use in our toolbox. This is a, a tool that you can send home to families to help them with at-home practice. Um, but there's this really amazing screening. So we go through, you know, when was your child born? And we can continue. What are your child's favorite things? How many words? So there's just, there's a lot of customization that happens. And this is very extensive. So I won't go through all, all through it. Has your child been evaluated? I'm just curious what happens if we say no. I'll just, it's just kind of an intake form. 
Well, yeah, it gives you this intake form and like this, the questions are really simple. I found as you go through it, it's really yes. uh, easy to understand and, and just very simple. Yes, no sorts of questions or, or like you said, uh, I'm pulling in the, putting in the age of the, of the child, things like that. Um, but you said it's very extensive. It walks you through hearing. It walks you through pragmatics, which you're in now. Mm-hmm. Then it goes through play. Uh, it asks you just a handful of questions. It's not too cumbersome. Again, having that little visual reinforcer lets you know as, a, as the adult putting it in, yeah, you're getting closer to the end too. I'm like, so yay. after play, it comes... <laughs> Um, after play, there's comprehension, which is really some questions about receptive language, and then it gets to talking or expressive language, um, which also kind of in, uh, encompasses articulation and phonology. So, you know, rather than going through it all now, it's something you'd really want to play with on, on your own uh, to go through it. But what it does then is it kind of produces this report that uh, gives you gives you as a parent or gives you as a therapist to guide a parent, either way, uh, some really practical tips. Like when I went through it and I was playing with it, uh, yeah, there's the report. These color, mm-hmm. If you were to click on one of those and learn more, um, it gives you some very practical tips and tricks uh, that you can actually do at home. You know, like one I saw was uh, give your child undivided attention when he, she, or they are speaking to you. You know, how often is a, is a parent upstairs yelling down to a kid or downstairs yelling up to a kid and then wondering how come that communication isn't working? Well, no, get eye eye to them, make sure that you have their attention and then communicate. That's a really good practical strategy that doesn't occur to a lot of people, but they wrote it here in the app to help you understand what to do, you know? Um, Another one that I read, a practical tip was to, um, you know, draw a picture of what your child's saying and then have them tell a story about it. And it, which again, you know, if you're a speech therapist, this makes a lot of sense to you, but many parents need that. Oh, I didn't even think that I could draw a picture and have my kid tell me a story about it. You know, Uh, it doesn't occur to people that don't have a background in child development that that's something they should be doing. So that's why I really love these tips and tricks. The other thing that I really love is this daily reminders, right? So again, I think this could be used perfectly in conjunction with therapy that you're doing. You could say, download this app, parents, and let's practice 10 minutes a day, right? And you can, repetition is key is what the screen says, of course. And you can set these reminders on your device. And, you know, this is something that parents could download on their phones, right? So when Mm -hmm. they're, you know, you know, siblings at at dance practice, they could be sitting and doing their 10 minutes with their child. Um, So I just love this, this automatic reminder function because we all need reminders to do most, most anything these days because our schedules are so full. Um, So I just love that. And giving, giving clear, concise feedback to families. I want you to practice for 10 minutes a day. I want you to practice in, you know, potentially the yummy time folder or early sounds, see all the, you know, G sounds that you can find in the app. Um, There's lots of different ways that you can utilize this for at-home practice. So Rachel, it came up, but let's just talk about it explicitly. I noticed for you to get into this menu that we're looking at right now, you had to answer a question so that a student couldn't go in there and kind of mess it up uh, by accident, right? Yes. Um, It was, you had to answer kind of a simple math question that uh, maybe most children wouldn't know, but an adult would know. There you go. Are you a Mm grown-up, right? So we saw that a couple of times. Just just so we talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You are a (laughs) (laughs) grown-up. Unfortunately, yes, I am. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but... Rachel, what is that thing up there at the top? It says, invite a friend and get a $10 gift card. This is super cool, guys. So if you recommend this app to someone, you get a $10 Apple gift card. 
So your friend gets a month long free trial and you get something too. So mm -hmm. it's just super fun when they, these apps have these types of incentives because, you know, it's, it's a great tool to use and it's also great when you get $10, $10 for Apple. I love when that happens. Yeah. Now, just to be clear here, I think they get that $10 gift card if the person they referred to it subscribes. And that's really yes. how this, this works is that the app is free. So you can go and get, get it. But if you want to subscribe to it and get the, uh, all the content, then, then that, and that's how that $10 gift card works. Someone has to subscribe to it, not just you invited them to it. Exactly. Um, I think they call that subscription. Like there's, there's something called, a. Uh, I think you can subscribe for monthly, but then there's also something called the forever plan where you can uh, subscribe for your life, a lifetime subscription. Yes. Which is what speech blubs is actually offering our Patreon members. So if you what? sign up, I know it's crazy, right, Chris, there's crazy things going on in the Patreon right now. <laughs> if you sign up before April 2nd for our Patreon, you will receive a lifetime subscription to speech blobs, which is cool because they're constantly updating this content. You can see that like it would take, it feels like a lifetime to even get through all the content with your students. Um, so if you haven't joined our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash talking with tech, join all the fun things that are happening in there. We're doing lots of cool behind the scenes stuff and giveaways such as this one. Um, if you're not a Patreon member, um, you still can get, a one month free trial of speech blubs. Just go to bit.ly backslash TWT speech blubs. Um, and we should probably spell that, Chris, right? T W T S P E E C H B L U B S. So yes. just go to that bit.ly link and you can uh, fill out a form and it'll give you all the instructions on how to download uh, this app to start using in your practice. So in now, if you want to check out more about Speech Blubs, you can also visit their blog page. And so that is, it's www.speechblubs.com slash blogs. And you can uh, read about user experiences there and uh, what other people are saying. Uh, you can also check them out on Instagram at Speech Blubs, uh, where they, I think, give some sort of live content, uh, usually even daily. I think there's some live content that they share about the, about the app. Um, and then, of course, you can always e email them. So you can email them at hi, H-I, at blubblub.org. That's H-I at blubblub.org. I love it. I'm actually on their Instagram right now. 43,000 followers on Instagram. They have a huge following and they're just giving really practical uh, tips and tools. Um, the post from today says, typically a child needs 10 to 15 repetitions of a word before it's added to their vocabulary. And that's a research uh, article that they cited there. So lots of really valuable information. Um, an amazing company. And we're just so lucky to have partnered with them for this episode. Yes, thank you, Speech Blubs, for making an awesome awesome app that's so much fun, so engaging for kids, so easy to use for. Uh-oh, Chris, Chris, your audio, no. <laughs> this happens, everybody. This happens sometimes with Chris's audio. <laughs> and he's back. With our inaugural 
teaching with tech episode. So thank you, speech flubs. <laughs> Sorry about that little audio cutout. I don't know what happened there. He has the fanciest equipment, but sometimes it just doesn't want to work. Um, if you guys haven't joined our Facebook group, please search Talking with Tech. Join our Facebook group. That's where you can see the video of this episode if you're listening in your car, which most of you do because this is a podcast. Um, definitely join our Facebook group. Um, definitely join our Patreon if you haven't already. Pa Patreon.com backslash Talking with Tech. That's where we're going to be giving away these subscriptions. Um, and thank you again to Speech Clubs. We are excited to promote your product because we really believe in it. And for Teaching with Tech, I'm Rachel Madel, joined with Chris Bugay. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next week. You're listening to the Exceptional Podcast Network.